Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. So one of the really important topics that we are trying to target using our sales channels now is fat tax. Okay. It's a very big deal that now everybody is talking about, but we've been we had this rule from day one that we would never do a differential pricing basis size mm. because when I'm saying people need to feel included, that does not just mean having clothes made available to them that is available to somebody who is like a UK eight, mm. but it's also about paying the same price. And honestly, it's not that tough to do because when I say keep the pricing, we keep the pricing standard, we are averaging out the cost. And yeah. if we as a new brand can do it, I do feel like every brand that is established can definitely like move towards that goal. Hello and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast, where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind. I'm your host, Savita Nanjapa, entrepreneur, high achieving 9 to 5 turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hi and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast and joining me today is my guest Akanksha Savnal, the founder of A Curve Story, who is a 26-year-old celebrity stylist with a unique vision to make fashion accessible inclusive and intersectional. She started her styling journey when she was just 18 and has worked with Bollywood fashion icons such as Ranveer Singh, Priyanka Chopra, Ayushman Kurana and others. As a stylist, Akanksha noticed that the average Indian woman and members of the LGBTQ plus community have limited options to wear their personality on their sleeve when they walk into a clothing store. Thus, her accessible and inclusive clothing brand, A Curve Story, was born in 2019. A Curve Story celebrates every body type and carries stylish outfits from sizes UK 8 to 30. Every outfit created by the brand focuses both on aesthetics and wearability. The latter is often overlooked by most existing clothing labels. A Curve Story stands for all things natural, being comfortable in your own skin, body positivity and inclusivity. With her brand, Akanksha is on a mission to dismantle the ideal body type narrative that marginalizes people in bodies that deviate from the unrealistic standards set by society and the high fashion industry. Join us as I talk to Akanksha about her journey and her transition from styling to running her own fashion brand. Hi, and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast. Akanksha, welcome to the show. And I'm really looking forward to this conversation and to hearing everything about your journey. Um, fun fact, once upon a time when I was in college, I did like this three-month course on fashion designing. Found out I'm really bad at sketching, so I quit it. So welcome to the show, and I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad that uh, my first podcast is with you. And uh, I mean, I don't think you should have quit because I'm not great at sketching either. I'm doing oh. pretty okay. So, so I think this will be interesting. 
but you know it was at that time and uh, this designer was teaching us told us that listen if you can't sketch you're going to be absolutely like you can't do this so we were really i me and there was another person who was bad at sketching finally we said you know what let's finish this three months at least we'll get good clothes out of this probably so that's that was our experience with that i want to dive right in because i have so many questions for you and the first one is walk us through your journey um how you got started in fashion and it's very interesting the transition that you made from styling to uh, now running your own fashion brand so uh, it actually um styling came by fluke to me mm-hmm. i knew i wanted to be in fashion from around the age of 12 wow. i wasn't too clear on what stream it would be so i was pretty open to just kind of figuring it out go with the flow so um just when i'd finished junior college i had this conversation with my parents saying that fashion is what i wanted to do and they were very uh, proactive and supportive and they said sure like you know go look up courses and let's see what best works out and i ended up signing up for a diploma in a college called sndt in mumbai because it was a one year diploma that sort of dived into multiple aspects of fashion because i felt like that would give me enough clarity to maybe get to a point and decide what specific stream i wanted to eventually move into and like you just said when i was uh, sketching or actually cutting patterns i realized like that was fun but that is not what i saw myself do for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and at that time i did this we had this subject called fashion coordination which was kind of like putting these styling principles together and that was very interesting to me i then happened to like speak to a family friend who when i was trying to get clarity on what the next step could be this was towards the end of my course i think mm-hmm. and they suggested that you know styling would be a great stepping stone to sort of enter the industry get that much needed exposure because i was just 18 at the time so i was mm-hmm. too naive and i needed someone to like sort of guide me at the time Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah 3 weeks in i think i was working for one of uh, bombay's top stylists and i got like an amazing opportunity to work with some of the best talents in uh, the film and music industry in india and mm-hmm. uh, i mean it's been an unforgettable experience so i mean i did that for about close to 8 years before i decided that i wanted to move on to the next thing Mm-hmm. strangely i feel like life has come full circle because i remember when at 12 i decided i wanted to do fashion i just i, I just woke up one day and i said you know at uh, at one point in my life i'd like for it to be like a fashion house that i run mm. and i never ever went back to thinking about it and now that i do i realize i sort of maybe manifested it uh in hindsight and um, styling was great like it was a lot of fun it was erratic hours but the work gave such a high that i was okay to like put my sleep food personal life aside for it for years mm-hmm. there was just one point i think that i hit around about 5 years back where i felt like you know, i didn't belong in, mm-hmm. in when it came to styling projects i was getting or the kind of work i was delivering and that sort of you know uh, pushed me to go deeper within and figure out what it is that was my purpose and uh, this idea had been sitting at the back of my head for almost 3 or 4 years then okay. and i realized that when i was styling i had major like 
opportunities to be in stores and notice that there was a major vacuum mm. that was never filled when it came to uh, clothing options for curvy women or rep- a representation for the pride community. Mm. And that's when I decided that I wanted to do something that, you know, specifically spoke for these people, but also made the the quintessential normal body feel included as well. Because okay. that was like one thing that I do feel where when people, what what is so-called plus size, I feel like they end up making people feel more isolated than included. Mm. Because there's a different section for you. There's a different vertical for you on a website. What? Like it could just be one. Mm. And that is basically what I wanted to do with this brand. And uh, that's how a curve story came into play. And I started working on this since 2017. Okay. And then we ended up going live in uh, 2019, April. So okay. it was two years of a lot of research and... Uh, hiring the right people to just sort of put together the groundwork so that we would have it easier there on. Okay, nice. I mean, it's been a, it's been quite a journey. And so just for the audience listening in this time that when you were styling and you're talking about is some of the people that you've had the opportunity to style in your styling career have been people like, can you name a few? Oh, yes, of course. So I had uh, the opportunity to work with Ranveer Singh, Priyanka Chopra, Adiniti Chopra, Ayushman, Sonakshi, (laughs) a lot of people, actually, a lot of the Gen Z Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of other actors as well on red carpet, movie promotions, um, editorial shoots. And okay. it was it was a really good experience because I was just 18 when I started. And I think uh, it came at the right time because like it put my work ethic in place because there is a lot of respect for the work you do even in Bollywood. Mm. Like I've had I've had the opportunity to work with people who've been really welcoming and warm towards you throughout the process of working with them whether it was a one-day shoot or it was Mm. 40 day long promotions you always went home feeling happy about the work you were putting out there especially Mm. with uh, Ranveer and Pariniti because both of them were like a blank canvas when it came to a person like me who was a stylist because Mm. they gave you so much creative freedom to sort of style them the way you wanted they would listen to like your narrative and it was amazing it was a really fun time of course Ranveer's fashion sense is uh, unmatched uh, I think currently and it's quirky and it's unique but with that moving on what were some challenges it must have not been easy for you to think about starting a fashion brand it's not easy right I mean so what were some challenges that you faced when you were about to start a curve story so if I'm being very honest, or when I started, I didn't know that we would even make it this far. Mm. It was just that I, I don't know, somehow, like from the pit of my stomach, I found some like energy reservoir, I think, that I had saved up where I felt like, okay, this is a risk that I can take mm. and I should take because the movement that we're trying to create here is so much bigger than me, the brand, my team, or even the clothes we are designing. We are mm. genuinely trying to break like how the society tends to put people into boxes and yeah. to actually enforce that normal is real. Mm. So um, I think the whole uh, drive kind of came from what I was trying to like basically achieve at the end of the day. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, if I'm being honest, it was not an easy journey. And okay. but it, I I will still say that it was it has been one of the most fulfilling journeys that I've been on. I don't think I'd have it any other way. Um, some of my challenges would definitely be that I did not uh, go in for funding early on. Mm. So my company is entirely bootstrapped even today, and that meant that I had to hire the right team, hire mm. lesser people, people who mm. did more jobs. to also sort of get them believe in the vision you know because at that time everything was on paper yeah. like none of that was real in fact like uh, my first team member who was my designer she was not allowed to even tell her close circles what company she worked for for 8 months because my trademark wasn't done then mm. so it was some of these things but it was also about being patient something mm-hmm. that i truly lacked when i started on in this journey Mm-hmm. and i feel like i've kind of mastered that by now okay so that is something that i definitely feel like you know has helped me uh be on this path and stick by the purpose and always believe that something better is going to come my way mm-hmm. okay 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 so here i'm going to stop because something is clicking is it your oh. earring clicking on the Ah, okay. Now, because when you're speaking, you moved, right? So sorry. yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, so don't touch your hair now. Okay, moving. Um, so I mean, I hear what you're saying about challenges, and actually, my next question was going to be how easy or difficult it is. So the answer is difficult. Nothing ever is easy to start with, and you chose a very unique area to start with. I feel at that time, twenty nineteen. Now, of course, it's more mainstream. More people are talking about it. so your brand is about being a brand for all sizes and inclusivity what i know you shared that you used to go to all these stores and used to feel like you know why should we have a different section but what made you specifically start there like you could have started with having just the normal sizes and then adding on the curvier sizes but what made you start with from the get go day one focus on inclusivity and on having more sizes oh uh, as a teen i like i like i'm from a very liberal konkani family okay. and uh, my family is very close knit so mm. as a teen i used to go on these shopping trips with my cousins and that time there were namely like two stores in bombay that catered to um sizes above like a basic xl Mm. and i used to f- actually see them struggle to find options that they loved i never saw them go home happy as a customer with the clothes they bought and mm. that used to really pinch me i used to feel like it's very unfair that just because they're a different size and they're not that usual box that is that you're mm. meant to fit in they didn't have the opportunity to be able to shop or buy something that they genuinely felt happy about Mm. even though you'll have the money but what do you do with the money if the options are not available right yeah. so that's kind of where mm-hmm. i think the seed was uh, put into my mind mm-hmm. and then it just kind of grew more with like my styling experiences while i sourced and all of that okay great so it was very personal to begin with a lot of people sometimes it's not personal so they don't understand the journey or maybe those minute things that people face and I do want to ask you this has being a stylist influenced your designs today. 
I think they have because I, I do believe that styling is a tool that should be used to empower people to look their best mm. because they are like certain principle or aesthetic rules that we kind of follow mm. that will help somebody highlight their best features. Yeah. Being, I mean, I do believe everybody's beautiful just as they are, but all of us do deal with body image and insecurities on some level. Yeah. So if you are able to highlight your best parts, you will always feel more confident mm. because clothing is such an important tool when it comes to feeling confident that does a lot of work for us on the outside. Yeah. So I did actually, one of the major things that we did before we launched was put together all that research mm. when we were coming up with our design base to sort of have principles that worked right for people, no matter what size they were. Okay, great. And I wanted to ask you this, um, what are some, uh, so coming back to the styling conversation, you know, again, fun fact, I also started my, my business journey being an image coach. So one of the things is also that I learned was also styling. Um, oh, wow. So yeah, sometimes you just, have so many commonalities and so I really understand when you're designing that when you when you're thinking of real time what's happening on the ground with the customer I'm sure like you're using all of that when you're putting together your design so it's more um, appealing and also I think uh, relatable to your audience right um, to your customer actually so from there I wanted to ask you what are some topics because you know, I've been looking at your feed and you've been talking about a lot of the um, topics around diversity and inclusion. So what are some topics that you are clean, keen to influence um, about the way people approach it? So one of the really important topics that we are trying to target using our sales channels now is fat tax. Okay. It's a very big deal that now everybody's talking about, but we've been we had this rule from day one that we would never do a differential pricing basis size. Mm. Because when I'm saying people need to feel included, that does not just mean having clothes made available to them that is available to somebody who is like a UK eight, mm. but it's also about paying the same price. And honestly, it's not that tough to do because when I say keep the pricing, we keep the pricing standard, we are averaging out the cost. And yeah. if we as a new brand can do it, I do feel like every brand that is established can definitely like move towards that goal. Mm -hmm. So fat tax is something that, you know, we are putting up a very strong fight against. And for, oh, sorry, for our audience, can you explain fat tax for those who are yes. hearing so, the word right now? <laughs> yes, sorry, um, my bad. No, so that's okay. Fat tax is basically when you are made to pay an additional cost or, an, an, sorry, Fat tax is basically when you're made to pay an additional price for mm -hmm. not being that average size range. Okay. So if you are beyond, let's say, an excess to, an, to a double XL, if you're anyway outside that, you're made to pay extra because what brands believe is that they require extra fabric. Mm. As much as that's true, I don't feel like a customer needs to be paying the price of it. It should be sort of taken into account when you are setting your uh, selling price as a brand. Mm. So that's definitely something that we're looking at achieving. Uh, as a brand, we're also trying to build gender fluid fashion. So anybody who associates as feminine, mm. 
mm. or associates with the kind of clothes we are designing they are free to shop from us we do offer discreet packaging for people who haven't come out yet and i do feel like uh, pride also needs enough representation in india that mm. also has been picking up but we have a long way to go so mm. that is something that we are definitely looking at and as a brand uh, our end goal i think is to empower and motivate every person who comes to us whether it is on instagram to just look at a post to mm. actually buy from us or to attend an event that we may do they should leave happier with their own self mm. it is about accepting your own self and that comes when you're instilling confidence in yourself every day it's a journey right none of us just wake up one morning and say oh, i love every part of me but at least it's a journey and if we start on on that journey i think we just get closer to the goal like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now Stay tuned as we take a quick break and we'll see you on the other side of the show. Yeah, I love the mission of your brand and I think it's a great conversation that we all need to be having and um you know the more awareness you bring about uh the more people know and the more accepting people I think are getting off uh and understanding i think that's more key and empathetic that we can't be having and and something is so starkly wrong like the fat tax so i love the mission of your brand and with that i want to ask you this what's next for a curve story so with the curve story we are in the pipeline of uh, sorry a new collection is in the pipeline that is something that we're definitely working on as a brand we're trying to do a lot of new things that otherwise aren't um norms mm-hmm. so we're trying to like break out of that we're trying to also host a couple of talks that uh, pay attention to some conversations that just go missed mm. so that people start becoming more aware they're able to choose for themselves and they do, they don't have to just follow the rat race mm. so that is something that we're definitely working on we have a couple of new verticals that we'll be launching over the next few months and uh, Yeah like I think I've been really blessed with the right kind of team mm. that is so aligned with the vision of where I want to take this mm. that um it really helps us you know it saves me a lot of time um when it comes to day to day tasks because they are just on the same page and you know they are just as uh, like motivated and uh, like convinced that they'll be able to bring about this change on their level and the departments that they handle yeah. so i think like you know that uh, that is something that we definitely look forward to like we want to change how curve or uh, inclusive fashion really is perceived in india and that mm-hmm. has to be done from ground up yeah so i i i mean uh, just having these meaningful conversations is one way of doing it for us of course clothing is our primary tool to do that but yeah. we won't we won't be stopping at just that okay yeah i think i hear you say having the right team is really important for uh, you know to bring the vision and mission of the brand together and with that um i do have to ask you probably putting you on the spot with this question uh, i know i'm going away from what you currently do back to your styling days but you know that's the bit of the bollywood uh bollywood fanatic in me i do have all kinds of trivia that i seem to know about bollywood don't really watch that many movies that's crazy um so who do you who have you enjoyed styling the most i know you already shared uh, both names 
um, but is there anyone specifically that you'd like to share or is that like oh no I don't mind I don't mind naming uh, my favorite actor I think Janveer was the best to work with like I had a ball of a time every time I was working with him because he gave like I said he gave you a lot of creative freedom and he also gave you this the space to be Mm. You know, it was never in, like there were no rules that were enforced that this is a particular way I want to look. So for a stylist, that is a dream because you can literally like it's like painting on a blank canvas, right? So we mm. could actually try a different style every movie that we were promoting, uh, that he was promoting. Mm. And I feel like um, he was definitely fun to be with. And he was like, he's such a ball of energy. So even if you have a day where you're feeling low, you can't be feeling, you won't be leaving feeling the same way if you worked with him one day. So definitely. Said. Okay, beautifully said. Uh, with that, what's a day in your life look like? What does a day in the life of a growing fashion brand look like? The founder of the growing fashion brand look like? It's uh, very erratic, but fun. I feel like I find my pockets of like peace in the day. Mm-hmm. So my day usually starts around 7.45. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wake up and I'm not a morning person. I'm trying to like inculcate that habit. So I've started yoga now because I've realized it also helps me work on my mind simultaneously. So I rush to yoga. I come back. I usually just like have breakfast, shower, rush to work. As soon as I go to work, usually the first half an hour to one hour is about just dividing our tasks for the day that we've already kind of done, but we're just touching base on that mm-hmm. with like our production team and uh, my, my team that works with me at office, which currently thanks to COVID is just my design and okay. uh, quality check team. So we kind of touch base with that. Everyone sort of moves on to doing their tasks for the day while I go back to like replying to my emails sort of uh, putting together my plans for the week. I have a lot of collaborations and partnerships that we're looking at right now. Mm. So usually it's about doing a bit of research on what is trending in the market when it comes to curve or, uh, you know, pride representation. I like to start my day with reading a little bit because Mm. I feel like it kind of opens my mind up to new ideas. Mm -hmm. And... um, usually like it's a very um it's a very positive and uh fun like disorganized sorry organized chaos chaos kind of day at work because okay. you know there are random things happening there are people coming in couriers leaving like mm-hmm. some of that stuff is fun like I personally like to spend some time also checking on customer feedback because mm. that is like a very important aspect of uh, a curve story because we are doing this for our customers so yeah. it's very important to know if something we did did well or did it backfire and if it's backfired we sort of have a strategy in place to just change it around right at that moment okay so I kind of move around that I've also kind of moved social media and branding in-house So that takes up a lot of time because I, like we said, like we're not building just a clothing brand. Mm. So a lot of the conversation needs to be in sync with how our customer base thinks. So we spend a lot of time on that. I do spend about a day, a day and a half in the week, just creating content because Reels is the new. Yeah. (laughs) So that is uh, usually how my day looks like till about seven, eight till I get home. most days I try to also pack in a run or a walk Mm -hmm. to clear my head and then I come back and I usually finish the tasks that were left undone in the day before I uh, 
maybe move on to reading a book or uh, Netflixing around about 10. I try to call it a night at 12. Doesn't happen on most days, but uh, it's, okay. it's fun. Like it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Looks like a really, really packed uh, day. But I guess, like you said, if it's fun and you're enjoying it, that that's the most it important thing. It doesn't feel like work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's the best thing about starting a business that you love, right? And with that, I do want to ask you, before I let you go, uh, I do want to ask you, what advice do you have for others who want to get started in the fashion business or have just got started? Uh, I would like to say that people should sort of take some time and understand why they are doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. sort of define how you will be different from the crowd, because that is what is going to at every time set you apart from uh, the crowd that you're in. Mm-hmm. And also this, that no one will know your story better than you. Yeah. So be okay with like changing tracks, like entirely like switching your plan. I mean, I've done this a hundred times from the day I set my first business plan. So don't fear change, I think, because Mm. that's going to come in at every step. And at most times, the change may not look like what you went in expecting, but it'll always be better than what you thought. So I think just to have faith Mm. and uh, stick by what you believe in. Okay, great advice. And um, I also would like to, for you to share with us, if people need to find you, how do they find you, Akanksha? How do they connect with you? How do they buy from your brand? Uh, can you share with the audience, um, oh. social coordinates and website? Yes, of course. So our Curve Story is available on our website, which is www.acurvestory.com. And it's also available on our Instagram, which and our handle is uh, at the rate of Curve Story. You can also find me on Instagram by the name of Akansha Safnal. My name is in the bio of our brand. So that makes it easier to find since I know my surname is a tricky one. Mm. And we're opening uh, international shipping next month. So that is something that should be exciting too. Oh, nice. And with that, I wish you all the very best for uh, your journey because I know you're just getting started. There's a long way to go and there's so much to come for you i wish you all the best we'll stay connected we'll keep following your journey and i will also be linking your website instagram handle in the show notes so everybody can connect with you directly from there and shop on your website uh, for all the sizes that they desire and with that akanksha thank you it's been lovely having you and uh, yeah i mean it's been a fun conversation Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to be able to share uh, the journey with you. Yeah, and, and, uh, uh, that. Yeah, and welcome. Uh, I mean, c- congrats on your first podcast. Sorry, I thank you. interrupted you there. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, let's do this again. <laughs> you say <laughs> thank you or whatever, you start that. Thank you so much for having me here and uh, giving me time to share my story. And please do stay in touch. Yes. And also congratulations on your first podcast. And we'll thank see you. you. Bye. Thank you. I'm so glad I started with you. Bye. Yes. Bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode and you want more, you can go to the show notes on my website, which is successwithsavita.com forward slash podcast. 
If you like what you've heard so far, I would be grateful to you if you could leave me a five-star review, subscribe to this podcast and share with a friend who may find this useful. You can also follow me on my Instagram at successwithsavita and DM me any questions you may have and I will be happy to answer them for you. Until the next episode, believe in yourself and all the best to your success. इस हबहॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट